Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, June 13th, and we have completed week 23 of 2022. Have you ever wondered with all the chaos in travel these days, what impact will it have on travel overall? For two years, we've been waiting for the end of the pandemic. And when it finally looks like it is in the rearview mirror, we have an unprecedented number of flight and route cancellations. In some cases, airlines have left markets altogether, citing staff shortages and fuel spikes as the reason. We have gathered a list of those airlines, routes, and airports. You can check it all out at businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. In the biggest news this week, the Biden administration announced that the United States will no longer require a pre-departure COVID-19 test to enter the country starting this Sunday. The rule change comes more than a year after the country started requiring the negative test for entry and more than two years since the pandemic began. Under the current entry requirements, air passengers must take a negative viral coronavirus test no more than one day before boarding their flight to the U.S. This rule applied to all travelers, regardless of vaccination status or citizenship. The decision came as the CDC has determined that the requirement is no longer necessary. The decision will be reassessed in 90 days, and the health agency plans to evaluate it on an ongoing basis. Top-line metrics show a rosier picture for the U.S. hotel industry recovery as an inflation-adjusted reality according to STR. STR now expects nominal revenue per available room, which is not adjusted for inflation, to surpass pre-pandemic levels this year. Previously, the firm predicted a nominal rev par would catch up to 2019 levels in 2023. As has been the pattern in the past, room rate rather than occupancy is accelerating the rev par recovery. The hospitality industry data firm predicted the average daily rate will track $14 higher than 2019 levels by the end of 2022. That's $11 more than what the firm predicted in January. Travel management company CWT has announced the launch of a new subscription fee model that will see customers receive a single reoccurring monthly invoice for all their products and services that they procure from the firm. CWT said that the fee is based on several criteria, including a company's forecasted transaction volume and any additional products and services that they may require. The company said that the fee can be revised if a customer needs to change the scope of what's included in the subscription. The company has piloted the subscription model with a group of clients over the past year. According to CWT, feedback from those who took part in the pilot said the monthly fee reduced the time their finance team spent on reconciling TMC invoices. They also said that the model eliminated hidden fees. Spirit Airlines has postponed a special meeting initially scheduled for June 10th in which stockholders were to vote on a proposed merger agreement with Frontier. The meeting now will take place on June 30th. The delay comes two days after JetBlue submitted a second revised takeover proposal for the low-cost airline and allows the Spirit Board of Directors to continue discussions with Spirit stockholders, Frontier, and JetBlue. Frontier announced its bid on February 7th to purchase Spirit for $2.9 billion. 
JetBlue made a competing bid on April 5th for $3.6 billion. Spirit's board rejected the offer from JetBlue on May 2nd, but JetBlue launched a hostile takeover on May 16th with a revised proposal and filed a proxy statement with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission that urged Spirit stockholders to vote against the Frontier merger offer at the June 10th meeting. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. Malaysia Airlines has become the latest airline to reduce base BSP commissions, announcing that it will slash the rate from 4% to 2% on July 1st. The airline rationalized the very difficult changes that were needed in order for the business to remain competitive in a tough post-pandemic market. Malaysia Airlines confirmed that the reduced commission rate would apply to all of its 232 issued tickets in Australia or New Zealand and those originating in Australia or New Zealand on all fare types fare basis. The airline added that all other tickets originating outside of Australia and New Zealand, in addition to domestic tickets, will continue at 0% commission. The United States Center for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, on Monday increased its warning for travel over monkeypox. The CDC, which first issued a warning for monkeypox last month, increased its warning from level 1 to level 2. The next level of warning alerts travelers to avoid non-essential travel. While the risk to the general public is still low, the CDC wants travelers, particularly those going abroad, to be aware of the symptoms and how monkeypox can spread. Italy has removed all its entry restrictions this week after the Italian Ministry of Health announced that all travelers, regardless of country of origin or departure, will no longer be required to show a vaccination recovery or test certificate upon arrival. Italy joins a growing list of EU countries that have scrapped entry-level rules. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. The future of U.S.-based travel booking platform, Passenger One, is in doubt after travel management company partners last week were told that current activity must be paused amid a funding shortfall. In the U.K., the company has signed a partnership with Take-Two Travel Solutions last November and more recently deals with Grey Dolls Group, Blue Cube Travel, and Focus Travel Partnership. Short-term accommodation provider Sonder Holdings this week laid off 21% of its corporate employees and 7% of its frontline staff as part of a restructuring design to increase its cash flow. Sonder's upcoming growth now will be driven primarily by opening units for which it has already signed contracts. Sonder co-founder and CEO Francis Davidson positioned the decision to restructure as a reaction to financial markets. Affected employees were notified this week of the layoffs, and the company said it will provide severance, benefits, continuation, and other support to assist departing employees with transitioning to new roles. Travel management firm ATPI has expanded its international network by adding a new partner in Israel, as well as three new partnerships in Africa. The UK-based TMC has signed a deal with Mona Tours to give ATPI's global clients access to the Israeli travel firm services. ATPI will also increase its presence in Africa, signing new partnerships across the continent. The latest expansion gives ATPI an international presence in 76 countries. Event technology company Cvent has acquired UK-based online specialist Venue Directory. Venue Directory, which was set up in 1993, offers information about meeting venues to the UK's meetings, incentive, congress, and exhibition industry, as well as providing sourcing products such as Dynamic Booking Module. 
Stephen said that the company's robust UK and European venue database will complement the 290,000 hotels and venues already listed in the Stephen supplier network. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. And now in news relating to the return to travel. In recent months, the gradual relaxation of travel restrictions in various European countries has made traveling within the continent far easier. This has resulted in a significant surge in international demand. As a result, international traffic in the region has skyrocketed year on year. In March this year, this was 435% higher than the same month in 2021. However, for April, the most recent data shows that this year-on-year rise was even larger at a staggering 480%. To facilitate this extra traffic, airlines have been correspondingly also had to boost their capacity in Europe. For April 2022, this resulted in 235% increase year-over-year compared to the same time 12 months ago. United today announced year-round service nonstop between San Francisco and Brisbane, becoming the first airline to add a trans-Pacific destination to its global network since the start of the pandemic. From Brisbane, United customers will be able to easily connect to nearly 20 other cities within Australia thanks to the airline's new partnership with Virgin Australia. United was the only airline to maintain passenger service between Australia and the U.S. during the pandemic. London Heathrow Airport will reopen Terminal 4 after being closed for two years because of the pandemic. The UK hub said that reopening was part of its plan to ramp up airport capacity ahead of the peak summer travel season. During the two-year closure, Heathrow has been refurbishing parts of Terminal 4, including upgrading its air conditioning and hold baggage screening machines. The airport said that it's currently recruiting up to 1,000 new security officers and other staff to cope with the increasing passenger numbers. Marriott International said that it will suspend all operations in Russia. The hotel company said that the newly announced U.S., U.K., and E.U. restrictions will make it impossible for Marriott to continue to operate franchise hotels in the Russian market. Marriott added the process to suspend operations in a market where Marriott has operated for 25 years is complex. And now in some technology news. Delta Airlines will debut an eye-popping technology on June 29th at Detroit Metro Airport. The technology called Parallel Reality will allow up to 100 flyers to simultaneously see flight information tailored to their unique itinerary, even though those travelers will be looking at the same digital screen. Delta will trial the new solution in partnership with Pasadena, California-based Misapplied Sciences. The Parallel Reality screen will be located immediately past security checkpoint at Detroit Airport's Terminal A. Travelers will be able to activate it and view their own flight information with a simple boarding pass scan. Flyers enrolled in the digital identity through Fly Delta app will be able to activate facial recognition at the exhibition kiosk. Misapplied Sciences has explained that Parallel Reality works through the use of pixels that can simultaneously project up to millions of light rays at different colors and brightness. Each ray can then be software-directed to a specific person. Concur is adding Aeromexico to its tripling platform, enabling Concur's corporate clients to capture direct bookings with the airline. Triplink users will be able to connect their Aeromexico Club Premier account to the SAP Concur profile to earn rewards and access special offers. Other airlines connected to Triplink, which Concur reports is used by more than 14,000 companies, include Southwest Airlines, American Airlines, British Airways, Delta, Lufthansa, and United. Now in news about sustainable travel. 
The venture capital arm of JetBlue has become the latest aviation partner of the green investment fund TPG Rise Climate. JetBlue Technology Ventures will also be a limited partner of TPG Rise Climate and expects to space its investment over annual payments that last 6 to 10 years, according to JetBlue Technology Ventures President Amy Burr. She declined to say how much the airline will contribute, but said that the annual check will be sizable and large enough to JetBlue to feel like it has a seat at the table. Swiss International Airlines has made it easier for customers to offset carbon emissions from air travel during the booking process. The airline, which is part of the Lufthansa Group, now enables travelers to purchase sustainable aviation fuel to invest in climate protection projects while booking on its website along with the flight pay at the end of the process. Customers will have the option to combine the purchase of SAF and investment in climate protection projects to offset carbon emissions. And now in some space news. Jeff Bezos' space tourism venture, Blue Origin, completed its fifth crew launch Saturday after a new Shepard rocket backup system that had not met expectations delayed the trip last month. Blue Origin's fourth flight landed successfully in March in West Texas after taking six passengers for a 10-minute journey to the edge of space. Each mission is an opportunity to provide another six people a life-changing experience of witnessing the beauty and fragility of our planet from space, according to Bezos. The company suborbital joyride lasts about 10 minutes from liftoff to touchdown and hits an altitude of 350,000 feet, treating passengers to a few moments of weightlessness before descent back to Earth for a parachute landing. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, my God.